and we are live hi guys welcome to another episode of the nigerian sports fan podcast it's the midweek show and today i will be covering the midweek games european games um which which is in champions league europa league and uh, the europa conference league well sports um, they did their they did their thing yesterday dr tottenham showed up in slovenia yesterday and um, handed ns mora their first ever win is it their, probably their first ever win or first win their first win their, uh, let me know let me not get upset anyways i'm not gonna get upset because you know but <laughs> let's see how it goes i mean is um chelsea they beat juventus uh liverpool had a good week and um West Ham, you know, other teams played during the week, during midweek, and um, let's delve in without further ado. Okay, welcome to this side of the show. What you've been waiting for, I know you, I know all of you are non sports fans are expecting me to rant. I will not rant because I don't, <laughs> but okay. Before we talk about sports, I'll try and bridge through. I know it's, it's, the sports is what you've been waiting for. I'm going to bridge through the other teams, um, their performance in Europe. I'm going to talk about talk about it quickly before I talk about sports, and then you know I'll talk about what you've been waiting for. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, the Champions League game started in midweek, and um, I don't know bridge through. I think Liverpool put two past Porto. Liverpool had already qualified. Um, I think because you know basically they played Atletico Madrid home and away and their record was basically easy because they won their match and then they beat Porto 2 I think their record against Porto is so good. I remember the Champions since they won Champions League, I think they put six past Porto in one game. This six two on aggregate or six in one game. So their record against Porto is really really good. Uh, Man City put two past two beat PSG two one. Now that particular game is one I really really um, look forward to. Because, um, first of all, apart from the fact that it's the oil derby, <laughs> it's the oil money derby, um, the fact that, you know, Pochettino versus Guardiola, the first leg, Manchester, the Liverpool, PSG won 2 0, then Messi, so Messi played. And then Messi um, was not a bit, was really poor in that game, and P- uh, Manchester ran it with 2 1 winners. I think it was um, Mbappe, Gabriel Jesus, and um, the other goal scorer, but they won 2 1. Manchester won 2 1. Two one and then um, Chelsea, Jesus Christ, Chelsea! What are you guys doing? Can you guys slow down, please? Stop. But see, I see about football is this. Champions League football is this. About Chelsea, no, not Chelsea. Okay, Champions League football. Champions League football is this, right? The group stage could look splendid, but the knockouts are a different ballgame. But Chelsea are a team that they are able to navigate through knockouts. There's a. I'll talk about Chelsea. Like I just want to spend some time talking about Chelsea, right? They put four past Juventus. I know Fulham beat Juventus 4 1, which is back in 2011, 2009, when Fulham got to the Europa League final and lost a little bit in the final, I remember. But Juventus have been in a decline for a long time now. It's probably been the decline has been going on since when since Conte left that club. It's been a slow and steady. Yes, Allegri was there at first and he won, but it was like a condition of the success that they had. But the last season with Sari, after Sari won Scudetto and then he left finally, then the decline has been really, really evident. It was on full display on that day. Kudos to Chelsea. And I'm, I am, wh- okay, first of all, um, why I'm, I'm happy about, um, excuse me, why I'm happy about um, Chelsea's success is this. Other teams, especially sports, can look at that and know that they are doing it wrong. Chelsea, academy academy wise they are solid 
spending they are solid that is how a club should be run okay you do not exp- you do not go out for example now you want to sign players you sign players that are good enough to improve the squad you only refuse to sign if there's somebody in the academy that is better than what you are going to get and even if even if somebody in the academy is, is so so good it's so splendid oh they don't get thrown into the team instantly you ease them into the team look at this right rich james uh, Rich James, missing Ma- no, okay, I'll say Rich James because Missing Mars is not really a very good example. But okay, Rich James, let's say Rich James. Talk about Rich James. Rich James didn't start for Chelsea immediately. I think they had a right back. Was it actually quite hard at some point first? But there is Rich James in gradually, and now he's a starter. He's good enough to play and start for them. The same thing, okay, I would argue Mount, even though personally I'm not convinced about Mount, but I'm a huge fan of Rich James. But you get what I'm trying to say. Now look at Trevor Chaloba now. Trevor Chaloba. Chaloba. He's been eased in gradually. Yes, he came through their, their ranks and now he's starting. But check this out. He's not expected to run things on his own. He's, he's been, his hand has been held. Yes, he has a good defender on his own. But his hand has been held by two other experienced defenders in Rudiger and, and um, Thiago Silva. Right? So even if he doesn't play as Lukota could play there. But the bottom line is that he is the youngest. They are experienced heads holding his hands. He's not being thrown in and expected to perform like me. This is what you see at sports where bro- okay, I'm talking about sports. Yeah, sports is the last time I'm talking about. Yeah, let me just talk about it. This is what you bring sports Oliver Skip coming from the championship coming to start immediately. I mean it's coming from the championship. You expect he's, he's playing the championship. It was a championship technically he's a championship player, technically. Because he's not really established in the league. He was established in the championship. But he's not enough to play in the league yet. He's not established enough to play in the league yet. So he's supposed to be eased in, not thrown in. Rich James was alone at Wigan. Messi Mount was alone at Derby County. Right? I don't, I've don't. i not really searched, searched a lot about and dug into Chaloba's history. But I, think, I don't know if he came through the ranks immediately or something. But the point I am making is that these footballers, Chelsea, they run their team in a way where they ensure that the established stars are there. If you're an academy product, you have to prove yourself. You have to be very good to really play for Chelsea. And you have to fight real hard. Look at Messi Mount, for example, now. Messi Mount is mentally um, strong, in my opinion, because this is why I think he is. He would come in. Now, when Tuchel came in, everybody thought he was going to get sold. This boy fought, 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 and played, and going to his... Would Harry Wings do that? Would Harry Wings do that? Harry Wings would just rather go leak stories to the media and talk about weird stuff. Okay, alleged. Let's say allegedly, because... Most of these, most of the stories we hear, they are pointing, turning back to him most of the time. But anyways, um, you will just this most of these players. Let, let's say lately, I don't conf- with, I've not confirmed that Harry Wink was one leaking, leaking stories. But whenever Harry Wink was having issues starting, you will start hearing stories. So I mean, if an owl cries at night and maybe dies in the morning, you need something to count your teeth. Let's be real here. But anyways, we don't know. There's no proof of him doing that. We don't know if he's done that, but. It's just sus- it's just suspicious that he things like that happen when he's not playing when he hardly plays. <laughs> this is so would, rather than fighting for your sport, rather, but then again, you know, Chelsea, like I said, they're a well-run club. I would argue that Chelsea are well-run, even better run than Man City. I would argue that they're the best-run club in England. It's not a surprise that they are the most successful in the last 15 effing years. Anyways, the bit uh, Juventus 4-0. And check this out. Chelsea winning the Champions League this season, it is not something that it is it's not something that you'll be mad for saying. And that's that is testament to how wrong they are. You know, right now, they don't really have to spend 
the big box that works. Oh, Chelsea are an oil, um, oil Russian club. Oh, they spent money. Trust me, they don't have to spend that much money anymore because they are well run. I mean, players they have. See, they came in. They put a lot of players out on loan. A lot of players are on loan, so they will always raise money from players that are on loan. They will always raise money out. If raise money, if they want to buy, and check this out, they were able to revamp their squad. Oh God, man! Uh, see. This is a club that had a transfer ban. Don't forget it. And Spurs, they they had a self-imposed transfer ban for 18 freaking months. See, whenever I look at Chelsea, I get upset and I get extra angry at Spurs. That's the reason why Chelsea, if Chelsea should be the benchmark in the league. Forget about the rivalries. Oh, I hate Chelsea more than anybody else. Don't get it twisted. But it annoys me that they are doing well, and you have to just fold your hands and watch it happen because your club is incompetent. But anyways, I'm not talking about Chelsea. Chelsea won four 0 deservedly so. Put four past Juventus. I think they're the top scorers in their group. I think they top their group. They're gonna qualify easily. I think they've already qualified from what I suspect. But anyways, bottom line is that they got their job done. They're about to get go through. And then Villarreal United. Ah, let me laugh a bit. <laughs> so only got sacked finally. Okay, yeah, I spoke about it in my last episode. Yeah, only got sacked finally. Uh, Michael Carrick was the one who oversaw that game. And the reports that Michael Carrick could be the one to take over, I would have loved it. I would have loved it if it happened. Loved it. I would have really loved it. <laughs> that that um, it's a reference to Kevin Keegan's um, Kevin Keegan's Keegan's meltdown after Fergie. After I think after when Fergie was catching up to Newcastle back in '96, that was like I would love it if it would be there. Love it. So that's what I'm referencing. I would love it. I would have loved it if um, Michael Carrick was the manager. Michael Carrick with Finland and Co at the back. <laughs> But my United came to their senses and they appointed uh, Raf Ragnik. But anyway, before I talk about that, they, they beat um, um, Villarreal 2-0. Well, I wanted United to beat Villarreal that day. I think they qualified the next. They qualify for the knockout now. I wanted to beat Villarreal. I wanted Villarreal because I hoped that they would be deluded into thinking that Carrick would be able to do a good job and then they will give Carrick a job long term, which is what I was hoping. Well, looks like uh, that one, that win counted for nothing. So um, at the mall, United are about to um, appoint Raf Ragnik. A two-year, is it two-year or a, I think it's two-year interim as interim for for a year. No, interim manager, then consultation a consultant for like two years after his 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 tenure is over as interim. I think probably see the end of the season or something because they have a manager in their high in their head. But this is, I think it's a good appointment for Man United. Why why is this a good appointment for Man United? Is this right? Yes, he's not he doesn't have a trophy leading career and everything. But the managers United are trying to target. Tells me why I believe that Ragnik could be the right person for the job, the Linga Foundation. The eyes are on Pochettino and um, Ten Hag, right? Because they tried to get Pochettino and PSG were like, no, you're not Pochettino. And PSG have, they have a lot of money, man. These people have money coming out of their ears. So how much are you going to pay PSG to convince them to pass with Pochettino? You know, that, that's that's where the real question comes, comes in. And this, this is a club who rejected almost 200 million from Mbappe. Whose transfer, whose contract is expiring this coming summer? Excuse me. This is a club who paid money to buy Neymar when Barcelona was sniffing around for variety. So don't play with these guys. They have money. And how much money are you going to pay them? Probably go bankrupt by trying to even <laughs> trying to please them. So that's what happened. So they're going to get Pochettino. Pochettino like, no, you're not going anywhere. And he stayed put. So they probably get Rag. So if their eyes are on Rag, uh, Pochettino and Ten Hag, it means that Ragnik setting the foundation for them would be very key because if these two managers come in, they will not have to. And and the fact that Ragnik would be 
um, a cosmetic where he overhauls the transfer process, has a lot of power in the players they sign, and Ragnik is really good as a director of football. Things he has some. So, why why it's it will be interesting now? What is going to be a success? We'll see. I hope it's not a success because I mean, come on, it's United. <laughs> I hope it's not a success. But what is a success? We'll see. Why why I th- um this is a question. I don't. I'm not saying it will be a success or not, but this is what I suspect, right? There are two things here. Either it goes really really bad or it goes really really good. This is why I think if it goes really really good, where um they're able to buy in, oh they play well, they do enough, then going really good means that the likes of Ronaldo, um Fred, um Juan Bissaka probably, um who else again? Juan Bissaka, you know Cavani, these guys who are most of them on the other side and some of the players who um. One Bissaka will probably be required to even attack a bit more, and this he may suffer because of it. Because I think uh, Dalot is better than him going forward, but Bissaka as a right fullback is the def- is the defensive kind. So it will be how Ragnik will line up with them is what we'll see. Now this is why I say it's interesting. Now I, like I said I think it's a good appointment. It doesn't mean I think it will be a success, but I've probably I can see I can see where miners are trying to go by appointing Ragnik. Now it go really bad. Where um, a lot of players get rejected because these players, I think, that will suffer. Like players I mentioned, a lot of them will suffer a lot from it. He might have to drop Ronaldo because imagine you get Ronaldo to run around and start pressing. Come on, man! It's a seven-year-old Ronaldo to start pressing, <laughs> to run around the pitch and start pressing, pressing high. Ronaldo get here! No, come on, Ronaldo's not gonna do that. I really that way you would know that he's, it's just not his fault. It's older, you know, and everything. Yes, Ragnik may not have a trophy-laden career, but it's it said that he is like the father of Gengen Press in quotes. He's like the father in quotes of Gengen Press. I don't know how, I don't know if we would say he's one, but I don't know if maybe I'm not even as tired it though, but there are report people are saying okay, you know, he is the one because he really influenced the likes of Klopp, Tuchel, you know, these managers who Klopp and Tuchel, right? I think Klopp Tuchel, Marco Rose, a lot of the German managers, I think Negos man, a lot of German managers were influenced by him. Just with Bielsa influenced like of Guardiola, Pochettino and Co. But the bottom line is that those styles are quite similar a bit. Even though Gengen Press is a bit different from um, the Bielsa philosophy, but it's quite similar in the sense that maybe you need a high level of fitness to play, to play that style. So to be able to transition from those styles will not be difficult. So if I look at you know the way they're trying to go, you know, if you try to get Pochettino, after Ragnik is gone, then it makes a lot of sense. They're trying to get Ten Hag also, then it makes a lot of sense. So I understand where Nets are trying to go with that. What I think, I think the likes players that could enjoy that could enjoy from the appointment of that could benefit the most from um, the appointment of Ragnik could be the likes of um, maybe even Sancho, Sancho, um, Rashford, um, Greenwood. I'm a huge fan of Greenwood personally. I think he's, he's suffering a bit this season, you know, but we'll see how he, he does well. Um, Dalot, you know, all these players require the play, and you require the goalkeeper to play play with the ball, play with the ball at his feet. Maguire, I don't know, I don't know if he will. I don't know. Maguire is a bit mixed for me. I don't know how. I don't know if he will benefit from it a lot, but it's it's be it's be interesting to see how it goes. Right for the let me since this is the Champions League games. Um, Europa League, um, West Ham beat Rapid VN 2-0 and then um, Leicester put beat uh, Liga Warsaw 3-1. So these two teams are basically they are very good in their group stage. Basically they are you know, and I've not really been following, following the Europa League team. I only check the results out once in a while and see some highlights but not really follow their groups because you know the sports are not there. So 
<laughs> now let's go to where sports are embarrassing themselves as are you not embarrassed embarrassing themselves as always every single freaking time they always do this every single time so yeah being a sports fan is this right you are sure of at least one or two embarrassing results every year you're gonna get embarrassed at least once or twice every year the embarrassing result maybe you might not lose the game but the situation in that game will be embarrassing for example it's just that this this season we've had multiple embarrassing results as it stands sports have failed to win all their away matches this season they went to france drew 2-2 they, in, in europe actually in europe they went away to Pacos Ferreira, lost uh, 1-0 they went away to Mura yesterday, they lost 2-1 and they went to Vitesse in Holland. They went to Slovenia, lost 2-1 and they went to Vitesse and them in Holland and they lost 1-0 yesterday. So what have sports done this season? So they've won at home. So they beat Vitesse and they beat Mura at home. So now they have to beat Rennes at home and they beat Pocket Ferrer at home too. They have beat Rennes at home on the last day to qualify. Now they have a bone to pick with this thing but what bone do I have to pick? I mean that I have not picked before. There's no bone I haven't picked. I kept the window a one over ten for obvious reasons. So when when they start performing like I expect them to perform, that's why I'm not really upset. I mean, last season, I say last season, if last season or the season before, I would have been upset because you no, know, but I've seen after watching that, like, okay, I see this coming. So I'm not really really wound up. I'm not really upset about it because you know, yeah, we get it. I'm not surprised that it's happening. It I mean it's false, you know. So. Because they didn't do... Check this out. Last season, we lost to Zagreb. We threw away two new leads and lost three new to Zagreb in Croatia. Check this out. The squad that lost to Zagreb, I'll, I'll mention... I'll listen, I watched that game. I remember that game very well. I watched that game. I watched, it was very annoying, but I watched it. Um, The back four. Left back, Ben Davis. Center backs, Eric Dyer. Davison Sanchez, no, Adavered and Davison, is it Adavered and Davison Sanchez, or Adavered and, I know Adavered played that game, or Adavered and Dyer, either of them, but the point is, I know Dyer, but the thing is, Dyer and Sanchez played yesterday's game in one capacity or the other, right fullback, it was, Madoghead, no, Sejorie, Sejorie, Sejorie was the right fullback, the midfield, I think it was Sissoko, and um, Winks, Sissoko and Winks. The front line it was Dele Ali, um, um, I think Bergwijn. Kane was up front. Who's the other guy that played on the other side? I'm trying to remember. No, Bill, Bill started that game. But the point is, now out of those players I mentioned, Loris was Loris in place. Out of those I mentioned, now look at one player yesterday. The player yesterday, Golini in goal. The back four, the back three rather. Um, Joe Rodon, Damison Sanchez. And um oh, it's Derek Dyer that plays it. I can't remember who started that center back or the back three. Yeah, Tanganga, Tanganga. So it was back three. Yeah, so back three. The midfield four, Matt Doherty. The midfield duo. Sorry, the front the three, four, four. Right wing back Matt Doherty, left wing back Ryan Sessegnon. Um midfield duo was um um this guy. Harry no, not Harry Wings. Um, ah, oh God, I don't know. I'm missing Skip and Tangi Dombele. The midfield, the front three was Kane, 
Brian Hill and Dele Alli. Now, between these two players, have, these two lists of players I've mentioned, have you observed that m- m- up to six or seven of the players who played in the last game are still are still there? And check this out: in that game against Houston, um, Kane, Dombele, Gareth Bale, Lo Celso, Hoybier, these people were involved. Even in, um, Sanchez, they were involved in that other game too, and they also, they also involved in this. So why are you surprised when they embarrass you in Europe? Why are you surprised? That's the thing. Like, I'm not upset. All of them did not talk a good game, but they go out. They are like Virginia at this point. They talk a good game. They do the opposite. Oh, it was unacceptable. Then the next game, you go and do the same thing. Against Zagreb, they came out and said it was unacceptable. Oh, we should do better. We should do better. You're doing it again. So what does that mean? They should be offloaded. They should not be kept. Especially before the game, you said, oh, I'm going to grab the, my opportunity with both hands. Da, da, da. Wing back is my role. Da, 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 da. Well, you got sent off after some minutes, man. You literally made the game harder for the team because you got two yellow cards. I'm like, come on, is this how you're going to grab the team? And this is how you're going to grab your chance with both hands as you're trying to. I mean, these guys talk a good game. But they clear, they are sure, surely they are so good at doing the opposite of what what they say. I've never, ah, Matt Doherty, come on man, seriously, are you a footballer or not? Just and I kudos to Wolves, you know Wolves they did what Spurs should have done with Dele Ali, sell at the right time. You sell Matt Doherty at the, you sold Matt Doherty at the right time. We should have sold Dele Ali in 2018 after the World Cup. His stock was still high. We could have to scam somebody to take him, and the fact that. Um, Daniel Levy thinks he knows better than the manager. Around January, uh, around January, there was reports that there were links um, for Dele Ali to PSG, and Daniel Levy blocked the move. Funny, isn't it? Fast forward to now, it's gonna be hard to even get five million pounds for Dele Ali back because he's so bad, and it's. The amount of abuse and the amount of blocking I've gotten on Twitter because I never, because I don't read daily, Ali, it's mind-boggling. And now a lot of them are hiding. Gradually, a lot of those daily stands are hiding. Yesterday's game, you know, they have to bring on um, someone. They have to bring on these other guys in. Son, Kane, Mora. You know, these guys. It's really Kane. Kane missed chance. I'm like, sorry, man. Kane, you should not. You should be alone. Like, you should not even be struggling against these guys. I don't understand. This is the thing, eh? A lot of Kane's fans or Kane stands, I don't understand these guys. Kane scored four goals or eight goals rather across two matches against a bunch of plumbers, part-time plumbers and part-time kitchen men and whatever in the national break uh, for England. Comes back and during that time, the, my the Twitter feed was why oh never doubt him oh Harry Kane is back oh whoa 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 look myself oh blah 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 they're clapping and then yesterday. What happened it was so bad. He isn't sharp. I've said it multiple times that the transfer, the transfer saga against Man City, affected him. You know, a lot of people don't accept this because they will always want to. You know, I don't. People are living in denial. I Me, mean, I'm not afraid to say the truth because um, I'm not attached to any player. A lot of people are emotionally attached to players. The last time I was emotionally attached to a player was Gary Bale back in 2013. That period, that Gary Bale, that was the last time I was emotionally attached to any player that was at the club. But after Bill left, the time was not really as before anymore. Then probably even came to an extent, but not really as much as I was because Bill was literally the first 
Yes, their footballers are idolized, you know, for like Manchester But for sports, Bill was like the first one because this guy was he was a machine that period. The guy was everything you want to be. In fact, as a player, you know, and Bill. So that's what I'm saying. Right? So um, I will talk about. So that's what I say, like, so I'm not interested. So that's why I love them. They they really get. And now when you talk about Kane, you could ask Kane. Someone will tell you what about Son. You could ask Son. Someone will say what about Kane. I mean, this morning I, I spoke to somebody this morning, and the person was like. You know, Kane. Uh, I said Kane was. I criticized Son, and the guy was like, well, "What about Kane?" I said, "I'm not talking about Kane. I'm talking about Son now." You know, yes, I know Son, but Son has the issue of blowing hot and cold. It has always been like this for a long time, for some time now. But Son, you know, nothing wrong with pointing it out. Doesn't mean I hate him. And I got called a hater this morning because I criticized Kane. So you never win with these people. Everybody has somebody they are, they are defending, and I don't know why these people think that. Just if I criticize a player, just because. I I I am um, just because I criticize the player, just because you mention three other players that are also as bad, or you say the whole of the squad is also as bad, doesn't mean that the player that I'm criticizing is any good. Okay, why why is he not good out of everybody? See, and assuming that everybody has an agenda against the player is is asinine because the player played good. I've seen games where sports are very bad, and the player who stood really well stood out. Everybody will be like, no, let this guy. This guy really played well. Nobody goes like, and it's normal. I don't know why human beings just like lying to themselves. I don't know why. Okay. Now, this match, that game yesterday, was reflect, and I like the fact that the pressure is going to leave it gradually. There were comments, and this is why I like Antonio Conte, comments after the game, which is, I'm, I'm coming to that, the comments he made after the game, very fantastic comments, and I loved, I love it, love it, I love it. <laughs> I love them so much. I love those comments he made because it was really, really, it was really a lot of harsh truth the fans had to do. And I saw some fans blaming Conte for the game yesterday. Well, when will you guys learn? Oh, we should be beating them. It doesn't matter. Oh, we should at least be beating them. Oh, please, come on, man. When will you wake up and smell the coffee? When will you? Because it looks like you're not willing to. I mean, let's be real here. Sports were bad yesterday. This is the same squad, literally almost the same squad, right? That played against. Zagreb, the same thing is happening again, and you are you are blaming the manager. Come on, man, seriously, are you guys not tired of this? Are you guys not tired? <laughs> it's 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 wild. Are you not tired? Tired of blaming the manager for everything? Seriously, are you guys not tired? And then fast forward to to um um comments. The comments he made after the game. The comments he made after the game. Now, we'll talk about it. So Conte, I, I mean, I didn't watch a lot of the conference press conference because I haven't really watched some lines. I had a lot to do, but the quotes I read them, and the key quotes was what I could pick, pick out. And they said, "Sports at this moment, you know, I could, I'm not really going to say exactly what he said it, you know, but you go check it out for yourself. Um, you could read, check out Jonathan Deville's Twitter, and you probably see the quotes in full if you're interested. And um, I'm Alistair Gold also, especially, so you can see their quotes in. You could watch the press conference on Haters TV, whichever way on the YouTube. So what, what I'm saying is. So back to what I was saying, what I'm pointing out. So he said that, you know, um, the, the gap between sports and the top teams is really wide. You know, this is what he was saying. And then the players, you know, and now he's literally hinting at, you know, evaluating the players with his own eyes recently. Because it was like, in three weeks already, he was like, nah, this is harder than I thought. It's more difficult. But I'm here to work. I'm here to work. It's indicates him being here to work and that he said it was worse than he thought. Which is why it was worse than because probably he thought it was easy and then he no he thought it, he knew it was difficult but when he got it was like oh it's harder than I thought you know and he was like you know but we're here to work you know and sometimes said players could be competitive and play well but sometimes it's not really enough because you, you need quality and now he's also saying that in the other quote I said I really liked where he said 
you know, they manage the own they manage the ownership, the work they do out of the pitch. If they put a lot of those kind of work into the team, they will do well. And play what it was implied according to, according to football Italia. You know, but <clears throat> excuse me. But this is what I want. This is why I wanted Conte. I wanted Conte all summer. Even recently, even up to recently, I wanted Conte and I'm going to back Conte. I even back Mourinho too, because I was expecting these guys to or certain Mourinho to be a guy who will not take it. Who'll be like, You didn't give me what I wanted, you didn't give me my center backs walking. But Mourinho didn't do that. He chose to be political. I don't know why. But Conte is doing exactly what I want him to do. Not mincing words and saying the freaking truth. Okay? And a lot of you fans will delude yourselves thinking that this squad... I remember when I was seeing a lot of fans saying, oh, top four. I'm like, are you kidding me? This squad is not good enough to be top four. You people are kidding yourselves. If you think... Do you see how Davison Sanchez performed yesterday? And you... And this is the thing, eh? But on the point where I said that the investment issue... Mourinho, uh, Conte pointed that thing out. Look at this club. At Man City, Man City signed Eliokin okay, Mangala for a high fee. They sold him when it did not work out. Around the same price as they, as they bought for, as they spent on um, Sanchez. They sold him, it didn't work out. Mangala, right? Chelsea, they've signed uh, players to... They signed them, um, Bakayoko. Didn't work out. They sold them. 2019-20 window is the worst window I've ever seen since I've been a sports fan. I'm telling you, man. It's even worse than... I would argue that it's worse than the, um, the famous seven. I'll tell you that, I'll argue that it's worse than that. Because at least out of the famous seven, we got Ericsson, we got um, Lamela to play to our next, and we got Chadley to play to our next. And these players, at least they performed. In that 2019 window, none of the four players that were signed have done well. I'm talking about Dombele, Lo Celso, Sessegnon, and Jack Clark. None of them have been good. Yeah, oh, sorry, man. None of them have been good. Because Dombele does a few flicks and, hicks, flicks and tricks, doesn't mean he was, he was really good, man. They've not converted anything. Ndombele is almost never fit. Lucas is currently injured. Always, 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 always injured. And whenever he plays, it's frustrating. Jack Clark almost never starts. Not good enough when he starts. Sessegnon. I do I have to say more about Sessegnon. And the fact that... Another reason why is because the amount of money they spend on these four guys. And this proved that sports bought the... I'm, I'm not going to go as comment this point again. Though I see my previous episode. So probably you have to go check that one out. Where I had... I spoke about... Um, <clears throat> my previous episodes. One of the previous episodes. Where I spoke about how... I think that con- um, um, the transfer when they should when should they should have signed some of these players and when when they didn't and why, why what the result of that is why, by bringing players into a dysfunctional environment. But anyways, I'm gonna talk about that. So, that's what I'm talking about today. so like, <clears throat> excuse me, that comments on not signing on the players that are signing. And now when you see them, it's what it's what I think they don't want to cut their losses. Um, Dombele is somebody that should have been sold already. I'm telling you. In fact, Mourinho was going to let him go to bring in Skriniar. I remember that. Don't talk about this point. I saw those reports too at the time. So he was really ready to put him on the table. You know, to mention. I love fans. Oh, he's a baller. See, this is why you should not take the football opinions of people on Twitter seriously. I'm not. If I'm not a football expert, if you see my own self, my own tweets, eh, I could be wrong a lot of times. You know, I could be right a lot of times too. But you know, as long as you know, because I'm not an expert. I'm not. I'm not paid to show sure, but I just just a fan who watches football and just talk about, see what I see and what I believe. Sometimes I, most of the time I end up being right, and it's it's annoying that I end up being right most of the time because me being right means that sports end up being poor most of the time. But I'm sorry, but just the sky is blue. I'll say it's blue. If it's if it's rainy, I'll say it's rainy. I'm not gonna say it's it's sunny when it's rainy cats and dogs. And that's and you know, but this is what a lot of fans want you to do. And Dombele and Lucelso have they played well? Have they been good since they joined? No, because Lucelso had a run where he, he picked the ball up and ran around for like four or five months after the pandemic no before prior to the pandemic two three months or four months prior to the, prior to the lockdown where most of the squad was injured because Los was the only one running around with the ball 
and he almost has, he assisted and scored no goals between that period. Just does, doesn't mean that he's a good player all of a sudden. He wasn't good, right? Um, Davinson Sanchez should have been sold long ago. I'm talking about two, three years now because Davinson Sanchez was very poor last season. The reports of him getting sold during the summer. Why wasn't he sold? Oh, they want to get accept that you can't recoup that money. Nobody is stupid. Ah, come on. If you if you want to sell um, a car that you just bought, you, a car you bought for like a hundred grand in dollars, you bought a car for a hundred grand. I mean, if you crash it or if you bring the car and something's wrong with the car, maybe one or two issues, technical issues wrong with it, you're not gonna sell it for a hundred grand. In fact, no matter how you try to scam, try to decide somewhere to pay a hundred grand for it, you're not gonna pay a hundred grand. If anyone, they, they will definitely test it and will notice the fault. Everybody can see that something is wrong with Sanchez. He was poor. He couldn't defend against a Slovenian. Oh, come on, I can't stress this. These people are so bad. Brentford would beat these guys. Let that sink in. This is how bad these guys were yesterday. Brentford, Norwich City, Newcastle, these teams, um, Brighton, these teams would beat uh, NS Mora. That is, that is, and Spurs went and just came. And this is another thing, another thing again. Back to the club, the culture of the club. Like I said, profits over glory, right? When they see a, somebody going to see a standard, this player is not performing. He knows that in the next window he's leaving. He knows it. He's, he's leaving. But, but when you go, when you join the club for the first time, and you notice this player is not performing, he's never, he doesn't live in, he's still here. They are still hoping that he comes good, which is never going to happen, right? The player comes and is not performing, they're hoping he comes good. He's not going to, it's not happening. They're hoping he comes good. And he doesn't get sold. If I play, I'm just joining. I'm saying that my levels drop. I know that I'm still going to be able to stay because I know the club won't sell me because they want to make profit by all means. That's why you see the likes of Bergwijn, um, Sissoko, all these guys, they stayed, they've stayed too long. So, Sissoko got sold last summer, yes. You know, all these guys, they stayed too long because they noticed that, I mean, why would, even Hoiberg was good when he first joined to an extent, you know, but at some point, he's high becoming bad because when the standards at the club is not really high, do not be surprised when the players put out, um, do what, be, turn out, start becoming duds also. Kane and Son, and the respect I have for them is immense because how they're able to perform really well in the presence of all those draws is, is mind-boggling. It blows my mind, I'm not going to lie. It's crazy, right? This is what we're talking about. Spurs do not do the needful when they have to do it. And that's different what separates Chelsea, Man City from the other teams. That will separate them from the other teams. A lot of all these other teams hoping that they could, oh, trust the pros. Why don't I trust the pros? See... I mean, I've worked at a tailor before, right? Whenever I, I used to tailor clothes for people and I take them to customers and I give them the clothes, and when they wear it wasn't good, they would tell me it wasn't good. So even if you, if you call a plumber to your house, you know, we pay, you know, it wasn't good. They'll tell you it wasn't good. And even if it's not, it's not working, right? So why exactly, what exactly is the reason why these players expect special treatments? I, I still do not get it. I don't understand why. Why is it that is this like a crime to criticize any of them who perform really poorly? Why is it a crime? Because there's a culture of the club, you defend average footballers. I've seen some people stand, stand big ones, some people stand in Dombele. And that's why like, Dombele is gonna be, should be sold. Ndombele. In fact, see, this squad, a massive clear out, I only allow a few to stay. If it was up to me to clear out this squad, right? To clear out this squad, I'm leaving nobody. It sounds harsh, but it's true. Okay, fine, let me, it's harsh. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me see some persons. Why I would not leave everybody? Why would everybody go? Is some just joined. So I will leave Brian Hill. I would leave Romero and I would leave Royale. I would leave, probably leave Son. 
Kane, I don't think I would leave Kane. Personally, I don't think I would. But the, the point I'm making is that a vast majority of them, I will let them go. Maybe Kane. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm Kane. I've lost confidence in Kane already. That is how it's. It's crazy how I was such a huge fan of Kane. Very deep. I was. I think it was. I think like no, it was infallible in my eyes. But over the years, you know, in the recent months, the transfer, the summer, everything, just made me, you know, see the difference. You know. And this is the thing, eh? This thing, the, you know, the, the players have a, like I said, they have a lot to share, a, a large chunk of the blame to take. I'm not gonna blame Conte for this, honestly, I'm not. And because he, he has seen, and I'm happy that that thing happened yesterday because why? Because, why? Because he now knows how much work has to be done. Rather than papering over the cracks and winning and winning, going on a winning run, oh, in a winning run, then January comes. You have an excuse. No, 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 no. Generally, we're signing players because they they've already started performing the way we expect them to perform by gen already. And you know, a lot of us, I like even after the, I think I, was, I tweeted out like even about you know like we need new players and we need some. I think somebody tweeted also, we need new players. Talking about as if by the first of January they have to join. In fact, I think my last episode I said it. The players that you are signing, you sign them. If you can't sign them pre contract, sign them now so that by January they should join immediately from the the minute it is twelve. Midnight, it's really 0000 uh, 1 1 2022. That moment, a player should be walking to the club and joining the training ground. Not even negative, you shouldn't should send your players now. That's to tell you how bad things are. But I will defend Conte for as long as I, I as long as he's here. Always, just like I did with Mourinho, I would always defend Conte because why? Why? Because it is not his fault. He's been whatever, and the fact, and probably the fact, him saying that we're here to work means that they give him so much power. Generally, we'll see if it's gonna work. And this is another thing again. He Conte being at the club is key because if he walks, Levy is, is even in a worse situation than he was in the last summer. So how hard is it was supposed to get a manager all through the summer? Well, it's gonna be hard that I suppose lose Conte because Conte is the last top manager I'm supposed to ever be able to get. If this doesn't work out, if you don't back him, the last time I in fact, the average managers will not want to touch sports with a pole that's as long as the distance between England and Australia. They will not want to touch sports. Just, just, just so you freaking know it. Just so you know it, they will not touch sports with that, with that pole. So, the likes of, um, oh my God, it's gonna be hard, but it's gonna be tough. And, and you know, I swear, as I said, like I'm slow. I replied to my like I'm slowly turning into a neutral. I will become a, at, at worst I'll become a because I can't support any other team apart from sports. That's just the truth. I can't. Um, I hate I, I hate most of the teams in England. Not all of them though, but I have a soft spot for some. But I love sports more. So even if I was stop, I was just becoming neutral and just not support any team rather, rather than just jumping on another team. But this is the thing with sports, right? Sports, um, sports are finding a way of dragging you back. They play a good performance, but still I'm not getting carried away. You know. Even the Leeds game, the Everton game, were really poor in those two matches. And like I said, it's cool that we saw how bad they were. Um, now, Conte will know who is going to play and who is not going to play. It's good. And I, I like the fact that I want him to ostracize a lot of them. Oh, please. Ostracize them. In fact, they should just be forced to leave. Sports, like I, like I said in my first episode, episodes, one of my first episodes, be ready to take take losses because ah, there's going to be a lot of them. A lot of them. Trust me. It's going to be a lot of them. <laughs> And if Conte walks, you know, if he doesn't get where he wants, I know he will walk because he was very honest yesterday in his assessment of the squad during the press conference. So if Conte walks out of anger, Levy is going to be in an even worse situation in terms of pressure because now 
you know, you didn't spend on the manager. You, you might hurry be forced to even sell up, you know, and that 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 is not a good look on him. So, be ready and be ready, sports. Just be <laughs> very ready because this the, all of you who said that oh, Livia has done well because you're taking away from the 90s. Better brace yourself because the 90s are coming to a, <laughs> a shop near you. <laughs> the horrible 90s are coming. See, and uh, I, I, some, some I follow on Twitter, they tweeted out. They were like, some people are interested on Twitter a lot. It's like, the 90s team, sports are really so bad that a lot of these players now, the players in the 90s would really start for this. And that's how bad. I mean, the 90s squad had Lely King, had So Campbell, Judas is Campbell, sorry, not So Campbell, Judas is Campbell. They had David Ginola. David Ginola will start for this team. I argue that, I mean, which of the defenders now are even better than Vega then? I mean, even now, somebody said Brian Hill is the Spanish <laughs> Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. <laughs> okay, that was really funny. <laughs> but let me, let me talk about Nancy. Like, I didn't watch Nancy a lot, but from I obviously I did a lot of studies and I watched some games, but I didn't really watch the nineties. I mean, obviously, I wasn't old enough at the time. And besides, I wasn't not even know football then. So I was already doing my own thing, more into Nigeria than into club football at the time. So well, different story in the 90s but what I, back to what i was saying what does that say about um the sports squad that the 90s squad that were so bad that were meetable battling relegation every almost every time the fact that a lot of fans would think that that 90s squad could be better than this current squad says a lot well put your finger out ready to spend though because generally sports fans remember that jack sparrow scene is it um you believe in ghosts well, you best no. You believe in you believe in ghost stories. You best believe in one. Best believe because you're in one. It's similar, I suppose. You believe in the nineties. <laughs> you think that you best believe in one because you're in the nineties now. You don't even know. <laughs> I'm not see. I was so happy with um, how Conte read, and that's why I'm not, I wasn't really upset about the match, the way the game went yesterday. I wasn't really upset at all. I was. You know, I slept like a baby still. Just as much as I... Before I wake up with this anger in my heart, but I wasn't really... Just the way I felt after sports lost to my United. That's why I felt also yesterday. You know, good. Really, really good. Really, 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 really lovely. Lovely. Yeah, but um, I think I think that's what I have to say. Um, but general, back to serious note. Generally, I don't know if we'll be able to sign. I will be able to sign for sure. Which I don't know if those players that sports may have eyes on would even want to join. When they see is a sinking ship, I mean, everybody could see the sinking ship. And why? And another thing is okay, we'll see though, we'll see how January goes. But Spurs are ready to cut it, take a lot of losses, like I said, losses. And um, yeah, anyways, I would like to um, thank you guys for staying with me for the last past 40 odd minutes. Um, it's not, I thank you for giving me 20 odd minutes of your day to listen to me. Trust me, I'm just a normal fan talking. And then I hope to see you guys by the weekend. Without further ado, no, by the weekend. No, by Monday. I want to see you guys on Monday. I hope to see you guys back here on Monday. And um, yeah, so take care. Have a nice um, weekend. It's a Friday. Yeah, have a nice weekend. Take care.